Okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Welcome to the Wheels of Grace podcast, where we welcome the walking, rolling, sitting, and standing. We're here to help you keep rolling on because no matter what you're going through, there's always a way to get through it. Hello, welcome to episode 22. I'm Ashley. I'm Nora. And I'm Sergio. I thought we were at episode like 40 or 50 or something. We already talked about this last time. No, we're at episode 22. Oh, it just seems like we're going backwards. Good morning, everybody. How are you? (laughs) Morning, evening. We don't know what it is right now where everybody is at, but it's us. We're in the morning, the very (laughs) early morning, and it's terrible. (laughs) Somebody had the bright idea of trying to do a blog at Blog? Five o'clock. Oh, I'm sorry. You see, I can't even speak right. You know, I'm getting all my blah 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 is all messed up right now. So, you know, that's what happens in the morning. We just I'm gotta... good in the morning. I love morning. Oh, that's good for you. Good for you. Awesome. You're the one who you know... said this, and we hated it, and we tried to convince <laughs> you otherwise. It's a great time. Love it. I'm awake. I'm not awake, and I have nothing to say for the rest <laughs> of the time. Ashley's just gonna drink coffee. <laughs> I suppose. Well, I guess I'm doing the talking today. Yes. Okay, good. You do it. That's perfect. What do you want to say? Well, you know, this is really tough to do in the morning because in the morning, when are you thinking about anything motivating in the morning? And you're like, Bleh. That's when you should be thinking about well, motivating I, I, things. You're right. You have a you're whole right. Day but really, the you. first thing on my mind is like, man, my breath stinks. Oh well, that's your problem. <laughs> Go brush your teeth. <laughs> I can think of motivating stuff. I just need three hours of awake before I can speak. (laughs) Yeah, because normally in the morning time after we get to work after three hours, that's when she starts texting me all these things I need to do or should consider. And I'm like, Ashley, I'm in the middle of working. And she starts, mom, think of this. When, when are we going to write again? Set a schedule. I'm like, okay, I try to respond even if it's a okay or a thumbs up because then her wheels get to going. Yeah. See, I need a good solid three hours of being awake before anything can come to mind. And the bad part about it is I'm a go, 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 go till I drop and so then in the evening after Ashley's like, let's, let's do something. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. See, see no one has a good schedule. <laughs> but yesterday I really did go till the very end. I was exhausted and went to a basketball game. So after that, that was a late game. I was done. No, no. <laughs> but my no, daughter you... did make a basket, which was really good because she's really struggled with that so i was pretty proud of I her know, and that was and one she I was had to really miss. sad that her daddy missed I yeah know. she came in and get dad where were you no honey you I'm missed sorry. my basket <laughs> yeah so oh i'm sure there'll be more baskets but anyways so what we're doing this week is we're trying to get ready to get out of here and <coughs> me personally trying not to get too frantic because i tend to get that way when it gets time to going on trips so just trying to get organized and well, this be ready is going to be our this is going to be a family Christmas present vacation. Yes, you know? it is. So we're going to be gone for what ten days? Nine days. Nine days. Mm-hmm. We're going to be taking off from Colorado to California. You know, we're going to go surfing. No, 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 Apparently, Sergio's going to surf. We'll make a video of that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's not a good thing. The last time that we were on the beach, do you remember that? Yeah, Your that pants fell off. I know, but then I, I you know, you, you, you watch these shows, you watch these shows, and um, 
when they're on the beach and people are going to come and rescue you and it's always these beautiful blonde girls that are like dun 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 that's why you did We're it on coming. purpose they're coming for me <laughs> well i got stuck out in the middle of the beach and i had to have the lifeguards come after me well, I didn't get anybody pretty. They weren't Baywatch babes. They weren't Baywatch babes. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were guys. They were the Mexico Beach vatos. And they came after me and they were like, hey, you need any help? And I'm like, yes. And it was pretty bad. They had to carry me out. And um, the whole time that they're dragging me from the beach up to the front where, or up to the shoreline where it was harder, uh-huh. um, I could hear them struggling the whole time. It was horrible. <laughs> I'm sitting in there. I'm going, I'm just looking at the guy. And I'm saying, I'm sorry I ate so many burritos before I came out here. I'm sorry I had so much water before I came out. <laughs> and I was recording it the whole time. His face was like, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, me me and um, Beach Sand. Sand. You know, we don't really bond very well. Yeah, I mean, wheelchair wheels and sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little rough. I'd say Sergio had a nice workout, and so did those guys. And we stayed poolside after that. He's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. So that's see, what we're getting ready for. But is, we're not going to the beach. We're going to Disney. Who said well, we're not going to end going up to at the, the beach. beach? Oh, we are Dad going to the beach. Dad has planned to go to the beach, yeah. Okay. At well. least once while we're out there, yeah. So that means I have to take my swimsuit because I wasn't going to take it. Oh, yeah, that's been on my list. Swimsuits, most definitely. Yeah. Swimsuit. You just get a pair of one of your big old King Kong Vato boots <sighs> and you stuff them right inside of it. Oh. All the way to bottom. You could probably get like four pair of um, shirts or something inside of oh, one of your boots. Okay, whatever. Lay but, anyways, remember to take I'm my. I'm not taking boots. What oh. are you talking about? Yeah, we're in California. I just gave you a reason to take boots so you can pack more compact. So, listen, <laughs> you better make sure you pack my granddaughter's swimsuit because she's going to the beach and she's she playing in the sand. She loves the beach I know so she much. does and she loves the sand. She it's cries so when cute. you take her out of the water. Yeah, so that's, that's Well, you know, one thing, you know, leading back to last week's podcast, you know, when we were talking about, you know, how we made the house accessible and mm-hmm. the little things that we were working on. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember how unaccessible the beach was? Trying to get there, we had to take we took we decided to take the city bus. We got on the city bus. Oh, when we went to California. Yeah, when we the went to California. Time. The last mm-hmm. time we were on vacation, Ashley and the boys were about. Eh, it's it was she very was young. Teenager. It was like twelve years ago. Yeah, about mm-hmm. twelve years ago. That's crazy. To and we think decided it was to ago. you know go to the beach. So real quick, we we jumped into. Uh, we decided we get on to the city bus. Ask the city bus driver. You know where's the closest beach? We take we take that ride. By the way, this was Sergio's idea. He was like, <laughs> "Let's do it. Let's get on the city bus and act just like you know." Just but, out of the blue, we yeah. were. I was tired of going to all the Attract- you know, attractions. It yeah. really got to me. I was done. You know, yeah, that's you too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to the beach, and the first thing that that we see is it's beautiful. A lot of people all over the it place. Was very beautiful. Yes, and oh, um, we end up getting right to the the beach where the sand starts to get a little bit soft, <laughs> and uh, my front wheels start to bury in. And we're sitting in there going, how are we going to get from here over there? Because I already saw all the kids' eyes. They were like, I want to go in the water. I want to go in the water. We're just going to leave Dad here. We're and going I know, to the I was, water. I was pretty close to say, hey, I'll just sit right here and I'll watch you guys. And I know that wouldn't have been fun for you guys. But then, um, so we just start looking around. And it was it's just amazing when I think about that story. Because do you remember what was next to the trash cans? It was plywood. There was 
two to, there were two pieces of, of plywood, plywood that mm -hmm. were just wide enough for me to roll onto. Mm -hmm. And what we did is we got them two pieces of plywood. I rolled on one. They put the other one in front of me. I rolled on it. They took the one in the back. And that was us going all the way to the beach. I mean, so it was cool. I wish we would have had some video or something of it. Mm -hmm. Just imagine what people were thinking, you know? Well, that one man, there was a man that talked to us, and he's like, I was going to go over there and help you guys when we were coming back. But he said, I just thought you guys were trying to teach your children a lesson or something. He said, I'm like, no, we're good. I mean, it was a lesson learned for sure. Yeah. But that was the way you got to the the water. Well, you see, and that's yeah. one of those deals that you go on vacation, you always have to be aware of your surroundings yeah. and is it accessible? Yeah. You know, that was one that, you know, it, it could have easily but ruined the trip. isn't that weird that that plywood was there? I mean, for it was some meant to be. random, it yeah, was, it, was, it was meant to teach us all a lesson, yeah, you know, not crazy. just the kids. But, but we got to the water and... Yes, and, you know, so I, I, I only mention that because, you know, you, you, you want to go do something fun and you're, you're excited about it. You're like, oh, we're going to be adventurous. And to get there and not be able to get to, you know, the goal yeah. is, would be a bummer. You know, yeah. I, I, the more I think about it, I go, that would have really sucked. Yeah, because you would have had to stay. <laughs> yeah, I would either have gotten out of my chair and then dragged myself all the way but down that there. that was a long That was a long way. stretch. And yes. I would have probably carried half the beach back to our hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, accessibility, that's, 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 the, that's the life of a wheelchair, huh? <laughs> yeah, so speaking of that, someone sent us a picture of their shower for that's handicap accessible, so that was cool. Thank yeah. you for sharing your picture of your shower, and it was a really nice shower, too. I was even kind of jealous. <laughs> I, I want to go uh -oh, there. Oh, now Sergio's going to start tearing up the bathrooms. Oh, with no. better I, you know what? I think I'm in a better spot now where I don't have to remodel. I think I'm just going to throw out the, the invitation card and say, hey, you can invite me anytime <laughs> to come and test, test it. out your shower. Oh, yeah. I need about 45 <laughs> minutes of privacy, you know, and oh, there's a rhythm that I go it. through. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Such a guy, I tell you what. Okay, so I guess we can move on to sharing our story. story, which last time we talked, um, Dad had just gotten sentenced to 18 months in juvenile detention, mm -hmm. but you guys decided to stay together. To stay the court. What was wrong with you? You know, I'm not quite sure what was wrong with me. <laughs> People ask me that all the time, and it's just a hard question to answer besides the fact that I really think at that point in my life, God had already intervened in my heart. And even though you didn't see your potential for some reason, God gave me a glimpse of the potential of who you were going to be. I mean, you're definitely not the same person, but at that time, there were still pieces that are the same, if that makes sense. I saw those glimpses of hope, and I saw and and for and and I felt that you needed me. I mean, for whatever that is, you needed me, and you needing me. In my own way, I needed you because you, in a weird way, kept me grounded. You kept me thinking a little bit deeper because through your battles, it made me realize that I had my own struggles and my own battles, and you you helped me through those. And again, we were separated, so now it was on paper, not not so much hanging on the phone, but on paper, I felt was maybe even a little more intimate because you weren't a writer, but you really oh, poured your heart out. We started writing as well. We started writing each other. Yeah, we started writing a lot. You wrote, for at one point, you wrote me daily. Every day you wrote. 
I must have something. been in a bad place. <laughs> yeah, because oh. for Ashley to get him to write now, right, Ashley? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why'd you have to go there? I'm Come sorry. on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so if you listen, every week he says he's going to write. He hasn't written not one time. <laughs> hey, I wrote. No, you didn't write. Oh, Oh, right. Like, right? I thought you meant ride. I ride every day. Yeah, See, yeah, this, yeah. Do you I ride hear my it? wheelchair all day long. Yeah. Okay. Do you let's... hear this? This is the exact thing he does every single He's time. He's such a jokester to get out of stuff. So at this time. Well, so I, I let me let me add a little bit in here, okay? And, I, and you've heard me say it a couple times already. And I think people want to know, you know, what was it that, that made you guys so strong? What was it that kept you guys together? I think at that time, we really weren't strong yet. But I think what we were doing is we were starting to get closer, which was starting to make a stronger bond, which then made us stronger as a couple. And really, I think that strength came from us being apart. Mm-hmm. I, I The more I think about where we came from, the things we were going through, and what was different between our situation and everybody else's around us, because there were a lot of people that were going through what we were going through. At that time, I was still walking, you know, so I was hanging around with a lot of guys that had girlfriends that they had been with for a long time, and they always talked about love and all that. I wasn't talking about love. I didn't. I don't know if I ever told anybody I loved her, you know, in public and all that, mm-hmm. but I, I, I knew deep down that I don't want this one to get away. This one's different, you know? And I think the difference was because we were away, we had to find different ways of communicating. And that communicating meant that we had to think a little bit more about what we wanted to say. And really, we we reacted to each other's, the way the notes would come out or the letters would come out or conversations on the phone. Mm-hmm. We We got good at reading each other, I think is what happened. Mm-hmm. And we got good at being able to tell each other what we needed to hear which made us stronger at that point, which I think helped us to get through this this patch of being away again, because this is probably round, is this round one? Where we're really away from each other? This was round one where we're really away from yeah, each other. Um, and, and the beginning part when we started today was really the starting point. But in there, I still think that the difference was that we just didn't start hanging out together. We, we we spent more time on the phone. Life. We talked Life a lot. Life forced us to be apart, yeah. so we had to communicate instead of being face-to-face. Yes, mm-hmm. well, and I think that's really what's wrong with a lot of, I don't want to say the world, I don't know about the world, I can't talk for everybody else, but I can say this, is that we don't spend enough time trying to figure out who and what we want. Sometimes we think with our eyes instead of with our heart or our mind. And our eyes tell us that lady is beautiful. That guy is hot. This mm. this and that. I want that and I want this. But our eyes are talking to us. Mm-hmm. I think this is what really helped us at that point that our eyes could only give us what we had seen in the past as a, mm-hmm. as a memory or something. But what it really did was let the rest of us go ahead and make the decision of, I really want this to be something bigger or stronger with her. And I think it happened with you at the same time. Mm-hmm. I I just think that that was, that was more special than I've ever really have given it. I, I, I never really have thought about it that deep until here recently. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's because people have specifically asked me, what what's kept you guys together? And I really think at that point is where we got to meet each other. We got to understand each other. We understood our pain and where we're coming from. And that then helped us build the foundation we needed to be able to last 
as long as we've as we've lasted together. What have we been together? Two 20... years? Oh, at this two point? And a, two and a half years? At this point, yeah. No, I mean total, like today. Oh, whatever. Oh, I'm just <laughs> 29 years. So now we're at this 29 years, and we still go backwards, and sometimes I like to look at the letters. I see the big envelope of letters still sitting so in the So that's the, in the, the thing is we, you know, they were so important to to us and I'm grateful that we kept them because they've been you know a useful tool for us through the writing process but I just remember receiving that first letter from you and just thinking this is pretty deep like this is not what I expected <coughs> and and at times our letters were pages long it wasn't just this quick little hey how you doing kind of a note it was detailed as what you were doing how you were feeling what your plans were and and you would say, like, this is getting me through the day to take this time out of, you know, whatever they had you doing as far as, you know, I don't know, step by step during the juvenile. Well, I guess I kind of do because you did write about it. But, you know, you, you, you would mention how this time to just pour out your heart on a piece of paper was really a part of your therapy in a sense um, yeah. for you. It was incorporated in your day yes. to do that. Well, you see, and, and to just add a little side note to to that today the more I think about me trying to grow a relationship with like my prayer life with God with everything that's happening around me with the things that I really believe I I sometimes find myself being too wishy-washy just giving the surface just giving enough and I tend to forget that that relationship that I need to build with him needs to be on the level of the relationship we had Mm -hmm. When we first started, I have to go all the way backwards and start really remembering that when I sit down and have that kind of conversation or a prayer with with, you know, trying to share whatever's on my mind that I need to do it in depth and I need to do it as if, you know, I was writing a letter to him. You know, mm -hmm. that's where Quality. I've made some of my mistakes, because mm -hmm. sometimes I try to fit that conversation in the 15 minute coffee break that I have. And I'm sitting in there and I get a I get a bleep on my phone saying, hey, can you do a prayer request for this person? And then my phone gets lit up and I got like 20 or 30. Everybody's saying, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And I'm thinking about it and I'm going, yeah, I can say a really quick prayer. But then really, is it deep, deep. the way that mm -hmm. it, you know, I was, I was really envisioning this? Mm -hmm. No, it's not because I'm trying to fit it in that little time frame there. Mm -hmm. And then to remember to come back and do it. You know, life happens, mm -hmm. you know, so I guess if there is a lesson in all of that is that somehow I'd like to encapsulate that, put it in like in a little pill or in a bottle. And then when you need a little bit, you just open it up and you drink it, you know, just a little, just enough just to get you through. Because if you drink too much, then you don't, you still have life to go through and you cap it back up and you have that contained bottle that has that, that sensation inside of you that mm -hmm. gets you to that place where you say, I got to go ahead and make that time to do this because it's that important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, I still struggle with that. I struggle with that a lot. I know I can do it because obviously we've been at this for 29 years. And, um, but I, you haven't written me a letter lately. You know, that's the one thing I haven't done. You know what? And I, 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 I and really okay. to be, to be real with you, mm -hmm. why not? I don't know. No, but I have to say that you still have a pretty good gift of, I mean, I know you have a gift of writing. We know that. That's why I actually get so frustrated with you is you are very detailed when your mind is in a good place and you're able to kind of just, hmm, you know, just, you have to be in a place where you can just lock the world. And even in your prayer life, like you said, you have to be able to shut off everything that's around you. And I think that that's the problem is shutting <coughs> everything down. But 
you do have that gift. And when you do have that time to write, and even if it is a card to me, you do a very good job. It's not always just, oh, hey, happy anniversary. I love you. I mean, there are times that you write a full paragraph of why it is that you love me, which is very, um, you know, I cherish those cards and I cherish those things because they are thoughtful. Mm. And so in you writing those letters, it showed me who you truly deeply were in the inside because on the outside you wanted to just be this tough, macho guy that didn't need anybody. And then the truth is, is that, you did need me as much as I needed you. I know. I was your lobster. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I guess next week we can talk about what happens when you get out. Oh. oh yeah, we I don't want to talk about that. Why don't you talk about That's me a rough the, one. Hey, I was in it for 18 months. Can't we stretch this for like every week is a month or something? No. So it's 18 weeks. So we're going to share on how he got out. And that's that's just, yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a hard one for me, but that's okay. We'll leave you guys kind of hanging there as to how that all played out. Um, what a what a booty guy I was. Okay, well, you know? we're not going to even say any more about that right now. <laughs> I have to prepare myself. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we are in our story. And, and now we're going to share the things that are motivating us, um, you know, to keep rolling through life. Cool. Ashley? Oh, I have to go first? Uh, yeah, you go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, so I guess we've, we talked about this before, and then we didn't bring it back up. Okay. When we did the minimalist challenge, mm-hmm. which was get rid of one thing on day one and two things on day two. And I think we got, well, I got to day 15-ish. I I think I got to day 15-ish, and then I kind of stopped, and then I got, I went, tried to go back at day 20. Mm-hmm. Um, what day did you get to? Oh, I don't know. Like I was nine? probably at nine or ten. <laughs> yeah, I was. But in my defense, there were days that I got rid of more things than what the number was, only because I was like in clean mode. Um, but I have to say that I still am in the process of getting rid of things. Like when I'm in my bathroom and I'm putting on my makeup, I'm like, okay, I don't use this, whatever that may be. And so I'm... I am really grateful that Ashley has helped me see those things because I do tend to hold on to stuff that I don't need. And she has sold a lot of things that I have. That oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. So she... I made you $150. She did. She did. So I have these little houses I don't ever use. They're little village houses. And it's crazy because she's like, I'm going to sell these because they're just sitting in the basement for years and years. And I honestly did not think that she would sell them. I'm like, okay, knock yourself out. These houses are going to just sit in a pile here forever. Well, every one of them has a new home thanks to my daughter. So yeah, yeah. I got everyone, everyone, which is incredible. Yeah, so, so good you job. have to you have to start a little business that it's on commission. So whatever you make, you get a percentage. I know. Where's my percentage? Hey, hey, hey! We're helping you. My you love, know, build my it, you love know, for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna buy her some um, Mickey Mouse shaped chicken nuggets. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. I know she was gonna. Say I don't that. even want that. You keep saying you're gonna get that for my daughter, and I don't even want her to eat that. I know. I know. I'm gonna be. I in don't trouble. like chicken. Whenever someone says they feed my daughter chicken nuggets, I cringe. <laughs> I would never feed her chicken nuggets. Okay, Sergio, what's um? Oh, well, you what done? was your motivating? Oh, oh, I just talked. I didn't even say anything. Okay, what's your motivating? Actually? I I don't know. That I just wanted to update about the minimalists, which is always my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. it. All right. 
And so for me, I've talked about before that I'm going through this. I do this women's group. And with the women's group, it's kind of made me get in a little bit more into scripture or just even just looking up quotes or even a devotion and things like that, which has been really good for me because I feel like I've kind of fallen off the wagon when it comes to that. And so my favorite scripture, and it's actually my life scripture, and when I say my life scriptures, we did that at church where we picked out what our life scripture was and we have it on these little engraved wooden signs in our office, and that's Philippians 4.13. And um, it's still just, I always tell myself that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I do feel like sometimes I, I fall off being motivating. And so I have to remind <coughs> myself, that if I can just allow him to just come through my heart and come through my life, that that's going to push me through whatever project I'm working on and to just really stay focused and sometimes say a little prayer before I even start a writing project or whatever that is um, to keep keep my eye on the goal. You're pretty good at that. I usually usually see you and you, uh, yeah, you do do exactly what you said. The part for me that really motivates me and that gets my eyes to open up is that every single day when I walk in through that front door, it's it's my grandbaby. I never really believed that she would have that kind of impact on me. That when I walk through the door, it's just amazing to see how she lights up. She just she's just like she can't wait to see it. And it's not just me; it's all of us. We walk through that door. No, and she's it's mainly like, him. <laughs> it's like, hey, they're home. That's my family. And you know, she's getting to the point now that she really is starting to show her personality, mm-hmm. and she's really trying to break that um, that stage where she can't talk to where she's trying to talk. And you know, here not too long ago, it was she was breaking the stage from crawling to one day she's walking. It was that fast. <laughs> And and that's really cool to be able to see that because then it makes it makes for a hard day. It it makes you feel that it's okay to go do another hard day tomorrow because you know the next day you walk through that door There's you're gonna have face. that smile, mm-hmm. you know, or that little face. So mm-hmm. it's it's that's been really motivating, you know. So I'm really motivated then to be able to go share this experience with her, all of my family, you know, with Jesse, with you guys, the rest of the family in California. It just is the little things now is that I really, I really do try to center myself in the little things. And that's where I find myself. And either it's, it's, it's making me feel guilty or depressed a little bit, or it's giving me excitement and hope all mixed up in together. And it's the little things like walking through a door and seeing an 18 year, 18 year old, mm-hmm. a 16 month old, you know, just She's sitting in there. 15 months. Oh, excuse me. 15 months. <laughs> Don't make and, her um, go too much faster, grandpa. Screaming <laughs> out there and just looking at you, making eye contact and saying, grandpa, you know, and then just starting to smile and say, yeah, honey, I'm home. You know? So <laughs> I, I, I encourage everybody out there today is don't miss the Christmas season with all of the hustle and bustle of stores and all the pain and pain bills. I mean, that's always going to be there mm-hmm. that really open up your eyes a little bit and just look at the little the little miracles that are happening around you and really look at the places that most people ignore. You know, somebody that's hurting, you know, it's too easy to ignore it and not to help. And if you have the means, sometimes just getting somebody to smile, you don't always have to solve their problem. Getting them to smile is what the season's about, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I just hope that everybody, you know, would spend a little bit of time doing that this Christmas season. Um, that's my goal. I, I if anybody'd like to share anything that they've done, I mean, I'm I'm always open 
to reading that and you seeing like that, that because stories. that's motivating also yeah, to be able to see stories. how people help each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I guess next week we start yep. all over again and we're probably not going to do it at five o'clock in the morning. Oh man, <laughs> you guys are no fun. Okay. okay. Have a good day. Have we'll a good see week. You. And remember to keep rolling on. Thank you for listening. You can find new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join us on social media at The Wheels of Grace. We would love to hear how you keep rolling on.